2: Welcome back to the Lemos Podcast. I'm Smith.
1: I'm Seth. And that's me, moist voice.
0: Marcus. That's not as good. It's not. That sounds like oh. your voice is the voice thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're a fucking fish. And that sounds here. like the least that's attractive it. thing I can think of.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Damn it! Like, All right, I've, yeah. I've killed my whole brand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I talked to this guy the other day. His voice was just
1: so like damp. It was just weird. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll fix it next time. Alright, Marcus, I'm here. here. Never mind. Morsh, (laughs) Morsh. No, no one likes that. It's bad. He doesn't love the (laughs) Morsh. Oh
2: God. Anyways, Jeffrey Epstein is
0: dead. Yes, we are doing an emergency early episode.
2: It's sadly a late episode because we didn't do (laughs) one
0: last week. (laughs) Yes, but for this week, it's an early one. So you can can Um, do your glass half full, half empty kind of thing. (laughs) But... So, yes. Jeffrey Epstein has 100% unequivocally committed suicide by his own hands, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we, we're here to he just, talk about it. We're here he to talk about this non-controversial all, topic. He just couldn't handle all the things he was doing, so yeah, yeah, it makes sense. He killed himself.
2: Yeah, rich pedophiles definitely think they have nothing left to live for when they're in jail. That's what happens, for sure. <laughs> Oh my god, guys! This 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 shit. I I got. I was in the shower uh, when it happened, and I got out and I just checked my phone, and someone had just posted Epstein's dead, and I was like, "Oh, this is a joke, right?" Yeah. And it fucking wasn't. And then you
0: texted me promptly, "Epstein's dead," and I was like, "Oh, okay." No, I
2: texted you. They killed Epstein. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, you did say you said they killed Epstein. That's true,
1: yeah. I had
0: to tell the truth <laughs> on that one. Um, Which is, when you sent me that, I had thought maybe there was a legit like. He got straight up murdered, but then I looked it up and saw that they pinned it suicide. Yeah, like, that's I what I was thinking. Egregious. I was like, "Oh, okay,
1: yeah," because like child molesters and shit don't last very long in prison. But there's a, yeah. but he's
2: a billionaire child molester, right? Ah, he could buy y'all. We've all seen The Wire. He could buy himself that cool cell with an Xbox and a guy at the door
0: who's guarding you. He'd be fucking fine. He'd be exactly. Fine. The Wire. Well, That's a, Marcus, she'd correct that. Yeah, Marcus. Okay. By the next time we record, you shall you will have watched all sixty episodes of The Wire. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> this,
2: this is your homework assignment. This is
0: non-negotiable. A, oh my god! It won't but, be once you watch it.
2: And here's the thing: we, we can't forget. It. Here's what: here's the number one. First of all, first of all, the craziest theory I've heard is that Epstein killed himself.
1: That's if you be- that's crazy. <laughs> that's the headline. If you
2: everywhere. believe that Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, you are the most credulous, smooth-brained motherfucker to have <laughs> ever lived.
0: You will buy literally any story if you believe that. Okay, so I have a, I have a theory of my own, but, uh, but for my theory to actually come to fruition, I want uh, I want you to discuss the yacht that Jeffrey Epstein owns and the 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 path of ownership <laughs> that it's taken.
2: Oh, my God. So, the, 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 the yacht we're talking about belongs to his former girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, um, who is the daughter of Robert Maxwell, who was also a billionaire, uh, suspected pedophile uh, person, um, who, he, he died by falling off of his yacht, which no one saw, and no one can corroborate. Just happened, right? Um the yacht was then sold to, uh, let's see here, Adnan uh, Khashoggi, uh, a Saudi Arabian billionaire who is also suspected of having some sexual interest in, in young women. And from there, it just happened. And by the way, the yacht is named the Lady Ghislaine. And it has. Uh-huh. After Robert Maxwell's daughter, who he named Ghislaine for some reason. This is disgusting. And Clearly. the yacht then made its way into the hands of one, Mr. Sir President
0: Donald Trump. So, my theory is that all of this Jeffrey Epstein stuff, all of the bombs being dropped, him going to jail, him now being dead, was one long play for Donald Trump to get that yacht.
1: <laughs> well, shit, that makes a lot of sense. I
0: feel like he just he was jealous that he didn't have this yacht, so he helped all this stuff come uh, come to light.
1: And he, and he murdered his, his dear, dear friend... Girl Toucher hips.
0: Oh my god.
2: Dude, my theory is that in in that fucking prison there was a John-esque or John Wick-esque battle of like 14 different assassins who are each there trying who to, all kill, trying different to kill him. Let's see here. Let's go. <laughs> kind of you got you got the Trumps, you got the Clintons, you got the fucking British royal family, you got the House of Saud, you've got Mossad and Israel, the mob. Any number of people who are going to try to kill Jeffrey Epstein. Hollywood. Hollywood. I so mean, many
0: people. So many people are after this guy because he was about to, I mean, if he were to talk, then a lot of people would. You'd find out that, and one, the weird thing about all this, and I guess this is the whole idea behind, you know, the, the Epstein thing or whatever, is that everyone is a fucking child molester. It's like it's every really person so. is a child molester. It's so
2: weird. It's fucking crazy, dude. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone I've talked to, all the normies in my life that I've talked to, no single one of them has a problem believing it, though.
1: I mean, what? The, oh, that he got killed? That he killed himself. No,
2: no, that <laughs> the, the, the risk of child molesters.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah.
2: People were just like, yeah, duh. What are they doing? They're doing
0: their money, idiot. Like, of course. Which is so weird to me, because that just, does that just mean that the only thing stopping most people from being child molesters is being poor? We just accept... The
2: idea that the rich can do whatever they want is the thing, though, right? Like, yeah. Like, we just we joke about it sometimes, but, like, everyone... Like, no one has, a, has, a, has trouble believing this. So it's like... It's just insane that we just sit there and joke about it. Like, we accept it.
0: And, yeah, and that kind of... This is kind of circling back to the whole Epstein thing. Because one thing I've noticed... we Before we started recording, we talked about how there's, like, memes about how, you know, Epstein didn't actually kill himself. And, yeah, he was murdered or whatever. And the thing is, that's kind of cool because it's actually... Waking some people up and it's not it's no longer considered a conspiracy theory to think that jeffrey epstein was killed it's kind of just considered general knowledge at this point point. and a long, you know maybe 10 years ago it would have been crazy for us to sit here and say he he got killed and be like oh no you're you're insane that's not what happened he killed himself you're just overthinking it but now we've kind of seen what's going on in the world and stuff like this epstein bombshell has happened and now people are just kind of like maybe he didn't kill himself and yeah. th- that's kind of cool that people are, you know, at least waking up to some things around them.
1: Well, what I'm curious about is, how much does it cost to get someone to kill someone in prison? Very because, like, little. Compared to the cost of just, you know, buying him out of prison or whatever.
2: I mean, there's no way they could have got him out of prison, because he was an idiot. Like, he was he he, did, he was too stupid to let continue existing, basically. Ah, um, I'm, I'm going to bet that... All the guards who are assigned to the to the, the floor where Epstein's cell was at uh, are going to get a nice little uh, uh, bonus in their uh, paychecks. Coming yeah, they're, up they're
0: all on the payroll. I mean, and then and then they'll all somehow
2: simultaneously depart on various fishing trips from which they will never return.
0: And it's so funny because you know, all you were talking about how oh, it's so crazy he committed suicide through suicide watch and all that stuff. And for a long time, for a long time, I mean, it's only been a day, but for most of the day, that was the story. And now all of a sudden, people are, uh, like, New York Times are reporting that he was uh, no longer on suicide watch. Conspicuously, a couple of hours before he died, was they, they started leaving him leaving him alone. And he was no longer closely monitored. This is a head headline on the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. It's definitely it's, it's, it's insane. And it's weird how they're just—they're trying to reroute their own history. They're like, oh, no, he wasn't actually on Suicide Watch anymore. It was, you know, we thought he was okay. We, he, had, he had been on Suicide Watch for a whole three hours. We, he's not going to kill himself anymore. <laughs> what are he, we talking about? Kidding, right? Well, the funny <laughs>
2: situation is he was on Suicide Watch for about a week and a half after yeah. he tried to kill himself, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah, for sure. That's what happened. Um, and then he was taken off of it like literally, like literally a fucking day before he killed before he, you know, was found dead.
0: So well, yeah. they knew <laughs> they're just they're trying to kind of rewrite their own history here. like, oh no, it was totally plausible. He he killed himself. He had so many tools to kill himself with. You know all this stuff.
2: Oh y'all don't know about Epstein's ability to uh, swallow shoelaces and hold them in his the stomach for months at a time and then throw them up. <laughs>
1: On wow, command. Later. That's amazing. Actually, have they have you they released
2: have they released what kind of suicide it was? No, all we know is that he was uh, apparently it was through
0: asphyxiation of some sort. So, because the only plausible thing there is he was able to choke himself with his like maybe he was able to choke himself with his own clothes or something. Like at that's that point, what they're going to say probably yeah, like what is and even then that's not, that's not something that's not easy to do. No, it's not easy to choke yourself. So. And, one big reason
2: I do not believe that Epstein killed himself is because this motherfucker was obsessed with transhumanism and being immortal. Like he he threw money at people who would tell him how to like live forever. He wanted to freeze his head and his penis after he died. Wait, the what? two
0: essentials.
2: The two <laughs> essentials, head and dick. <laughs> his apparently, according to accusers, his weird egg shaped penis. He wanted to to preserve after his death. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute egg shaped penis i am not kidding you guys the description that an accuser gives is narrow at the tip and the base
1: fat in the middle (laughs) wow so 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 he likes to sound with with eggs so it looks like somebody like
0: held the top and bottom of his dick and let it all rush to the middle. Exactly, stay yeah. that way.
2: Okay. That's what we're talking about. He wanted he wanted to preserve that for future genera- for future generations. Also, oh,
0: yeah. dude,
1: don't save your head. You're not a good-looking guy. No. <laughs> like giant cranium is on every story here. I mean, why bother saving your penis? You're just going to attach it to like the hole in your head and Mm -hmm. they're gonna build you a robot body around both those things yeah 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 he'll still at that point Why just just build a robot penis then like yeah no he
2: needs his seed because here's the thing jeffrey epstein used to discuss with, with his scientist friends the possibility of seeding the human species with his own dna he wanted he wanted to impregnate 20 women a day at his texas ranch
0: yeah uh jeffrey epstein weird guy um, there's an episode of Law and Order SVU that guest stars John Stamos about this mm. very thing, and it is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Um, it ends with the lady stabbing John Stamos with a knife that explodes. It's a weird episode. Oh, holy um, shit! What? Yeah. Wait, the knife explodes or it causes him to. Explode? The knife explodes. It's a knife they use um, if for like under, se- underwater explorers if they ever have to like fight a shark or another big animal. So they can stab it and then it'll blow up and like, actually cause internal injury, so they won't you know they have a better chance of winning the fight.
1: Um, that sounds you don't, like the knife that like injects air into you. Yeah, you don't
0: it, see it happen, sadly, but she does stab on the knife that it explodes. It's a oh, weird shit. episode. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that guy had the same idea. John Stamos, he he like he had already had like fifty kids and like he was like a business guy who would just go to different places and get a bunch of women pregnant and it was like, because he just wanted oh, to spread I, yeah, his project. I remember that one. Yeah. It's a crazy episode.
1: No, because when it, because I think one of the women killed one of his kids, and like, towards the end of the episode, he, he was just looking at her in the face, and was like, you had no right to kill my child. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, weird episode. Um, yeah. Every Epstein.
2: Except, in his case, the women, the women were part of an underage. Of course. Uh, of so course. Because that scene was a fucking huge creep. Um, and it, it, it is not lost on me the fact that he that he is dead now or, or died the day after a huge thousand page release documents came out. Did y'all see this? Uh-huh. No. Lots and lots of new names were suddenly floating around out there. Including one very particular name, which is uh, Matt Granig, the guy who created The Simpsons. Yeah, so that's, that's a, a rough one right there. A woman who uh, was underage at the time described a foot massage she gave to Matt Granig, where she described the fact that he has claw-like feet uh, that are yellow and crusty. Well, he created the Simpsons, <laughs> so they're obviously yellow. I mean, that's, that's the not weird part. And that in payment for giving him his horrifying set of feet, a foot massage, he gave her uh, a sketch of Homer and Bart. The foot? Wow. <laughs> So, just, hey, they're, 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 uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter a couple weeks ago said that some of our faves might go down. Well, there goes one of them right there, folks. Matt Granig.
0: Yeah. He's uh, taken down. He's got a big Netflix contract that might go under pretty soon if any of this comes to light.
1: Or if, it,
2: oh, if they man. care, I should say. And, were, and the thing is, that was just the first unsealed document, so they're going to do another thousand or so pages in September. And so now we're, that's just we're robbed of that. That's gone. The investigation is over. Case is fucking closed.
0: Really? They don't. They don't continue it. Post mortem.
2: No, it's over, man. He was the only person named in the uh, in the the, um, the the suit.
0: Wow. Wow. Now
2: there is a similar uh, lawsuit that has been named against his former girlfriend, Gislaine Maxwell. Uh, just one problem. Nobody knows where the fuck she
0: is. Yeah, she's missing right now.
2: Her representatives say that she has no permanent address and therefore cannot be contacted. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ghislaine Maxwell has been dead for weeks.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they'll find her at the, the bottom of some ocean somewhere. Yeah, she might like wash up
2: one day. Yeah, she's gone. You're never going to see her again. Ghislaine Maxwell, by the way, if for folks who don't know, is uh, Epstein's former girlfriend. You know, I'm putting uh, quotation marks around that. Uh, she's also a rich socialite who helped, according to some Victoria's Secret models, uh, procure women for Epstein to have sex with, and also happened to be a very, uh, a guest at Chelsea Clinton's wedding.
0: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Big friend of the Clintons, because you see, the Clintons are tied in Epstein just as heavily as Trump is, as anybody is. And that's the thing this this fucking conspiracy boys it it transcends all political like
0: fucking sides like everyone's involved. Wow. That is not surprising anymore.
2: Oh by the way, you all hear about Epstein's helicopter? No. No.
1: Right now, but oof, let's hear
2: it. Before his death, he was selling uh, a helicopter that is equipped not with uh, traditional helicopter seats, but with two silk divans that face each other and a shag carpet. What's a divan? Like a special couch for rich people.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh boy. One of those rich things.
2: If you ever get a chance, look up a picture of it. It is the singular most creepy thing you will ever see. Like I cannot believe that he got to be able to fly this fucking helicopter around. And oh by the way, it hit the pilot of that it? helicopter, gone.
0: So I say you pay people enough, they'll do everything. <laughs> the headline have... I just see is Jeffrey Epstein selling creepy helicopter built for cuddling. Yep, yep, that's the <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is weird. <laughs> That is
2: absolutely helicopter, man. It is insane, the shit this guy had. Like, I told you about his, his chess board with the crystal pieces that, that were carved like his female staff, right? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, and in lingerie, too. Yeah, not not wearing their power suit, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: my big question is, who, who's, who are the pawns? That's what I want to know. <laughs>
2: the lowest ranking employees probably yeah, anyway, it's, feel I like,
1: it's already gotta be weird to
0: be a lingerie piece in a chessboard. board but being the pawn has to be an extra like <laughs> like salt on <in> the wound <laughs> it's,
2: it's just like wait why the fuck am I a pawn I've been here for 8 years um, like a good pawn yeah, it, and it's just, guys, it's insane. I, I was—they they released all these phone messages that were that were left for Jeffrey Epstein, like that were written down by somebody. Mm-hmm. And there's one from some fucker called jean Luke. Uh, thankfully, not Picard. Don't even go there. Um, mm-hmm. Just this guy named Jean luc who was also a procurer of Jeffrey Epstein. Or I, I don't have it in front of me. So I'm not going to be able to read it, read it me, But here's what it says. Basically, it said, "We have a girl to teach you Russian. She has two. Ti- she is two x eight years old. You can get your first lesson tonight if you call." Wow. And there are two interpretations of that message. There is one, which is that she is an eighteen or sixteen year old, or she is two eight year olds. It's probably two eight-year-olds. No, I'm these fucking sickos. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? But here's my question: I like Marcus wanted to know about about the people who like were the pawns, right? Imagine being the person to write that message down.
0: Oh yeah. Imagine so being just, the company that's carving these pieces. Because <laughs> you I know mean, he that gave that them probably gets
1: paid. Yeah. Oh. All- lord oh jesus some of
0: them probably from his imagination
1: (sighs) and just and just
2: the thing is we will never we will never see the true extent of all the evidence now we won't it's i just want to point out by the way that we we, something we have to talk about is the fact that uh jeffrey epstein so do y'all even know where he came from we talked about it briefly one time but we haven't done too much So Epstein had, he was a college dropout who had no degree, who was given a very cushy job teaching math in the 70s in a uh, very prestigious um, New York uh, high school. Um, He has no credentials in math. People say he's a math genius, but there's never been any evidence he actually is. So he's teaching teenagers math. And then at a party, he gets noticed by the CEO of Bear Stearns, the the great big investing company, yeah. who then just suddenly gives him a bunch of money to become a to start his own hedge fund. From there, he meets Les Wexner, who owned the L company, which is uh, the company who owns Victoria's Secret, and okay. just suddenly Les Wexner gives him half a billion dollars and power of attorney over himself, and then Epstein's off of the fucking races. So. You t- I, no one has been able to ever satisfactorily explain why these things happened to Epstein in a way that does not include him providing and covering for
0: pedophiles. I'll tell you one thing. He went to a school that doesn't exist. He
2: went <laughs> oh, yeah, to a school?
0: I guess this is his college um, called the Cooper Union, which oh, isn't, isn't the name of a school. That's not how you name schools. Okay? No. Cooper Union is not a name. But I'm looking into this school and it just makes no fucking sense to me apparently it's been around since 1859 and it, it just it's like he went there for like i think three years and it's in i guess it's in like it's like a really rich part of new york i think is where it's at yeah and, and a really rich part of manhattan and it's got a small staff and i i don't know it does it, it everything about the school looks super
2: suspicious and the school he went to teach at is called the Dalton School, in the, upper, the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The Upper East Side. Yeah. An exclusive private school. And that's where he met Alan Greenberg, the CEO of Bear Stearns. And just, like, from there, he escalated his, his entire so, yeah. existence. It's some secret school for rich people, basically. Yeah, basically. And then, I just want to point out as well that Jeffrey Epstein was arrested for this shit originally back in 2008. Y'all know this, right? He got arrested back in 2008 for pedophilia? No. Or solicitation that. from a minor? Oh,
1: shit.
2: He got the most insane, the most insane deal that anyone has ever seen in the history of U.S. Like, like law where he was given immunity and so were every other co-conspirator,
0: even ones who had not been named yet. Wow. And for for what what did what did they what did he have to give up in return?
2: Oh oh, here's here's what happened, Seth. Alex Alexander Acosta. The, if it sounds familiar, he's he was until recently the Secretary of Labor in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. He was the lawyer on this case. Doing a good job. He to- yeah, he was told that Epstein quote belonged to intelligence quote was above his pay grade and quote to leave it alone.
1: Wow. Mm.
0: Sounds, quote, made up and stupid. No, man, that sounds like the fucking CIA got involved. Yeah. And,
2: I mean, this so, so basically the only explanation that I, that I can see in my mind for this is that Epstein was a pedophile, and he fell in other pedophiles who are richer than him, and he was able to provide them with victims and cover for them, and that's where he got his wealth from. That's how he rose up through the ranks without ever accomplishing anything.
0: Maybe, he was, maybe he's been groomed since day one to be a scapegoat. I think he was always a CIA asset at some point. Yeah. His
2: That's whole so job was to take the fall, basically. That's so crazy. To essentially yeah. be disposable. Um, I just found out also Les Wexner uh, had a yacht, which is called The Limitless.
0: Oh, he's a big fan of the Bradley Cooper movie? <laughs> Where he accesses 100% of his brain by taking a pill?
2: Just just to, just to really drive home how these people think, the yacht is called the Limitless, which is insane.
0: Wow. It's um, limitless. How many children he can defile in a day. So he's dead. He's dead now. And under what
2: I would consider very suspicious circumstances, there has not been a lot of talk about specifics, other than that he was not on suicide watch, we found out today. Um, I want to know about cameras. I want to hear something about cameras around his cell.
1: Oh,
0: no, they, uh, they were actually doing a routine maintenance on the cameras that night, so there's, uh, no footage, oh, yeah. uh, sadly. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but it's something they, they had it planned months in advance. You can look at the logs that haven't been tampered with, they were just doing maintenance on the cameras that night.
2: Someone did report that, but that person was a crazy, like, Trump-supporting right-winger, who's not an actual journalist, so I disregarded it. But it would not surprise me if that's actually true.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh... It's funny how I can just get right into their head immediately.
2: <laughs> oh, man, the MAGA people are losing their shit over this. Especially the QAnon people, they are having a field day. What's Because, you know, their, their theory is that Trump was secretly going inside trying to take down the
1: pedophiles. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Oh, the whole oh yeah, that's exactly...
0: Oh, my God. The Pizzagate idea is that Donald Trump, he didn't he didn't want to do what he did to the eight-year-old girl, but he had to to get down to the bottom of, the, of, of
1: justice. Of oh, the little girl, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Fuck
0: her. Because, um, um, he, you,
2: know, you know, Donald Trump, well-known for his ability to be subtle and to yes. not always say what's on his mind oh, immediately. No, no,
0: no, 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 That's just an act, you see. <laughs> yeah. He's actually an intelligence mastermind yeah, he's basically james bond yeah he's a tactical <laughs> surgical precise man when it comes to investigation but donald trump yesterday
2: retweeted some guy who was talking about how this was part of the hashtag clinton body count wow mm. so trump is is off to the fucking races on this stuff he thinks as well that uh, that, that, that this is a Clinton thing. And here's my here's my thought. I think the first attempt on his life, that was Clinton's, because they fucked it up. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then a true pro came along the second time and got it done.
0: Yeah, the John Wick of uh, <laughs> prison
2: killers. It was probably some, like, Mossad guy or whatever the fuck they have. M- I, literally, probably James Bond, right? Probably some MI6 motherfucker came along and <laughs> did
0: Epstein dirty in that cell. Yeah it's a prisoner who uh suspiciously had just gotten booked a day before weird <laughs> well the, the first
2: guy who tried it was named uh nicholas tartaglione yeah um if you ever want to see something insane listeners google nicholas Tartaglioni. look up this man and tell me you are not terrified of him
0: yeah look at his imdb he's in some crazy
2: stuff <laughs> basically a real-life Hulk. I'm not kidding you guys right now. This motherfucker is gigantic. What was his last name again? Tartaglione. Tartaglione?
1: <laughs>
2: like the most Italian motherfucker to have ever lived.
1: Uh, I definitely butchered his name. Oh yeah, he's a he's big uh... guy. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. Yeah, he's a that man, man can eat us.
0: Jesus. Oh. And Jeffrey Epstein fought him off and not, didn't even, <laughs> save his own life. <laughs>
2: Bullshit. He put his secret uh, 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 k- kung fu skills to use.
1: He did, he did the, the five finger
0: what is it the, the five finger heart death punch from Kill Bill. Yes. <laughs> he just did that real quick. The guy took five steps and died. And they still found Epstein on the floor of his cell unresponsive. Yeah. Yep.
1: My whole thing about that
0: five-finger pressure point death punch is, okay,
1: what if I just never walk again? That is true. What if you sit me in a wheelchair and I just roll the rest of my life? (laughs) Which is exactly what freaking Bill should have done. He already had the chair. Wouldn't it be great if that happened? You took four steps
0: to get to your wheelchair and the rest of your life you realize, if I take one step, I'm done. (laughs)
1: That's a movie, (laughs) and then you get to an airport. Oh well, yeah, Yeah. you have to stand up, sir. That's a movie. That's true.
0: Yeah, you can't fly anywhere. Why is that? You have to get out of your wheelchair.
1: They have accommodations for people in wheelchairs, right? They have what? Uh, it it depends if you can actually like stand up or not.
0: Interesting, I didn't know this.
1: Yeah, because yeah. when I broke my leg, I still had to get up and walk through that.
0: But yeah, I don't know what know. they do for people who yeah. are like legitimately in wheelchairs and can't
1: do anything else.
0: I think they put, like, I think they, they, they have think, to
1: put you into a
0: airport wheelchair so they can inspect your wheelchair. I think.
1: Yeah, something like that.
2: So as it long as you don't make a
0: step, you're good.
2: So basically, to to travel in a wheelchair on an airplane, you should basically go through the same amount of effort that Dracula did to cross the English Channel. Like dirt. get get in a box full of dirt from your homeland and yes. to cross the running water. That's what you gotta do. Yes. Um. But I mean, we here's the thing. We've been talking for about thirty minutes now. We have barely even scratched the fucking surface yeah. of this shit. It's it, the more you read about it, the crazier you will go. And I
0: know that I have been. I, I've been slowly descending into madness reading this shit. Yeah. It, You've been texting me every five minutes. Just, just random. There's just one letter at a time of <laughs> whatever <you're laughs> Damn, that's a lot of texts.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just, it's absolutely
2: unbelievable the shit that that have that, that has come out and that we have seen. And the, th- the thing that gets me about this, all this conspiracy shit is, first of all, it's not a conspiracy theory. This is absolutely 100% the truth. Um, but they didn't ever really seem to think they'd get caught no like like they didn't really hide anything like it's just been so easy to find this shit out there is no there is no grand dark cabal who is like secretly pulling the strings and shit it's just it's out there it's all in the open and no one thought that they would
0: ever like face justice that's what i've said we like I've said that for a long time. I was like, growing up, like, you know, from movies, TV, books, and just like what people tell you, it's like, oh, if there's any, if there's ever a conspiracy, it is a grand conspiracy that's, the strings are being pulled by some secret society. But I mean, when you grow up, you realize there's a lot of conspiracy theories that are true, but they are like, the, the actual workings of them is so boring that no one actually cares. Yeah. Because, like, there isn't, like you said, there isn't a cabal. There isn't this cool, like, this reporter found that under a New York sewer, the five most powerful men in the world meet to, you know, talk about this stuff. No, it's just, it's all out there. There's paper trails for days, and because of that, it doesn't sound interesting, so no one cares.
2: I mean, absolutely true. It's it's just all out there for you to look at, and it it is like, it's, I don't know, we, like, w- without any mystery, I think it reduces it. Like, we don't really have to, to, like, make connections or make up wild shit. It's just there. Like, the flight logs exist. The little black book exists. You can go read it.
0: Yeah, it's, at this it's point, just... it's it's a bigger stretch to not have a conspiracy theory here than it is to have one. Exactly. Which I, is crazy to me.
2: And let's just not forget, let's not forget as well, that the guy who got us the little black book was... Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's butler, who stole Little Black Book and called it his life insurance policy. Wow. And when he Ooh. did eventually give it up, he was dead within a year of that weird cancer that only him and Hugo Chavez have ever gotten.
1: Oh, of yeah. course,
2: that cancer. Like cancer yeah, that that you just l- get. left elbow cancer, yeah. Yeah, that shit just comes out of nowhere and gets kills you, kills gets you in you. days. You seem to get it whenever there's a CIA agent around, you know? Yeah. Um,. So it's just like it's just one more crazy event on top of another, and they never end. They never stop. The more you look, the crazier it gets.
0: That should be the name of like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: About one this. day we will make a movie out of this.
0: Yeah. Which will definitely happen one day. Do you think they will?
2: I mean, it's possible.
1: Who's going to fund it?
2: That's true. That's true. Hollywood is pretty much infested with pedophiles and rich people. Uh, this is a weird tangent, but yesterday I went to see a movie and I saw a trailer for a movie uh did y'all see this trailer called for a movie called Hustlers?
1: Yeah. No.
2: It's about like I guess like uh, strippers who uh, decide to like start robbing rich guys to, to 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 fund their lifestyles or whatever. Yep. But the justification for their while they do it is that Rich guys, the bankers, the Wall Street dudes that they entertain, uh, didn't never like paid for what happened for the O eight crash, and so they're they're gonna get their revenge this way.
0: Badass.
1: Cool. Wow.
2: And it's like that. That's a movie. They're making that into a movie now.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> a.
0: I mean, they. I mean, The Big Short is also a movie that points out how fucking stupid those people are. Oh yeah, The, the Big Short is like a like. Semi documentary
2: type thing, a little bit, right? Like it's based on real evil, but this is just like a fictional film about people who are mad, and the thing they're mad about is a real thing that happened that we never addressed, really. Yeah, which is crazy to me.
0: Everyone got away,
2: so we'll probably see a movie about this. I mean, after the revolution, we'll have a movie about this for sure. We'll definitely make a movie about Jeffrey Epstein and the, the 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 circle of pedophiles that run the world.
1: You know what? Actually, we should probably make that movie, and then like obviously, a few rich assholes are gonna buy us out. So
0: are you talking about Millennials Productions?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm
2: talking about. Nice. Now we're talking. Now we're fucking talking. We just we just we just we just, we just uh, roll over, boys. We just fucking sell out. We need to make yeah. We need to start
0: <laughs> making movies, guys.
2: <laughs> I mean, clearly they don't have to be good. So. True. Very that's true. true. Also, yes. I want to point out one more crazy thing that I found out. Of course. Um, William Barr, uh, currently Attorney General for the United States yes. of America. The first lawyer ever, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. He uh, tweeted about how this is Apollo and Jeffrey Epstein is dead. How could we let this happen? His father, Donald Barr, worked for the OSS, which was the uh, precursor to the CIA during World War II. And his father was literally, literally the guy who gave Jeffrey Epstein his access to his first victims he helped him get up and running with his hedge fund thing by getting him in contact with les wexner and donald Barr also wrote back in the 80s a science fiction novel about a race of decadent space aliens that use young
0: humans as sex slaves for entertainment so it wasn't it wasn't so much science fiction as him just predicting the future i think it was him telling what he'd actually already seen I think that he was like, you know, in the future, rich people will be the this advanced alien race, and we'll just uh, we'll just use these humans as our play toys. It,
2: it's just one more thing where you're just like, like, have y'all seen the crack ping meme? No, crack who? <laughs> crack, crack ping meme. It's like no. the sound that fucking metal makes when it when it uh, it is like frozen and changes shape. Like it cracks and then it pings. That's that's my, that's all our brains. The more we learn, we crack and then we fucking ping. Is that? A, it I fucking don't the meme. How is that a meme? It's just like a picture of a cat being given a pill that says "pills that break your brain," and the cat has a little uh, sound level that says "crack ping," and uh, then the cat we get a picture picture of Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, and it's okay. just like. It, this information is cracking your brain and then pinging it into new a yeah. new position where and it's like you can accept this. The
0: worst part is crack ping is one of the name of one of the moves Jeffrey Epstein used on those kids in his helicopter. Oh, oh God, God, oh. you guys! I say this with complete sincerity. I had to. Okay, <laughs> if I didn't make that joke, somebody worse would. Okay, and do you want that? I don't think yeah, so. so. We, can, we My- cannot allow a
2: joke gap. Yes. Oh, God say mutually assured destruction but for jokes yep if we didn't say it they would um ah uh, so i mean that's pretty much our big story right like that's the
0: big that's happened yeah the epstein recently i mean yeah it's just you know like i said it's just crazy that every every couple of days i realize that somebody else is a pedophile, and like I said, it seems to me the only thing stopping people from being pedophiles is having money, and that's, like, so scary that these people (laughs) who just have money can just do literally do what they want to innocent, helpless, consent not giving people. It's crazy. Um, I do want
2: want to give uh, two uh, other world events that are are big we should talk about as well, that are being lost among Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Um, one of them is uh, in Kentucky right now. Did y'all hear about what happened with the coal company out there, the Black Jewel Coal Company? No, no. Uh, Black Jewel is one of the big coal companies still left in Kentucky. Uh, about three weeks ago, I think they went out of business. Uh, they they declared bankruptcy overnight, basically, and then they did not pay their workers. They everyone got stuff on their last paycheck. Oh, what the fuck? And so in Harlan County, Kentucky. Uh the miners have decided fuck you and they are currently blockading the last train full of black jewel coal that is waiting to leave the station. They've been standing there for mm. in, for about three weeks now and they've been blocking it wow. through the track so it can't get past them. That's cool. Oh yeah. yeah. That's
1: and coal. Uh, mm. that, there's a clean coal though.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> there <laughs> was even a plan to come to sneak in the middle of the night. And load the coal onto pickup trucks and then drive them away. And the miners basically ran people off if they could do it. Wow. Like, they're not fucking around over there, guys. I just want to call attention to the Harlan County coal, coal strike or coal blockade. Because this shit is like the future. This is going to get more and more common. And we need to fucking uh, have solidarity with the miners.
1: Yeah, hell That's yeah. Yeah. Right. Your fucking bosses and treat you right. You know, fuck him. He doesn't get his shit. Yeah. Don't, until you get yours. We can't continue to let all
0: workers get taken advantage of. Um, you know, unions are important. And if if once the union jurisdiction runs out, take matters into your own hands.
2: Yeah, and then. Um, the other event I want to call attention to is much scarier than that, uh, for a lot of reasons.
0: Have y'all heard what's happening in, uh, in Kashmir? I, I know, um, I know that India has just recently signed a new statute about Kashmir.
2: They basically cracked down and they've locked the place down, essentially. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, for, for decades now, Kashmir has been, uh, a contested territory between India and Pakistan, uh, both of them have claim to it. And right now, India is in the process of rolling, like, fucking troops and tanks up there uh, because their president, Modi, is a Hindu supremacist who wants to basically kill all Muslims. And Kashmir is full of Muslims. And there's one problem, is that both India and Pakistan are nuclear-armed nations.
0: Yeah. Mm. And before we get into this, I do want to give one quick actual fun fact about uh, the Kashmir dispute. Is a long time ago. I think it was in like 1950, 60, or whatever. Um, maybe later than that. Um, you know, in the, the midst of this dispute between Pakistan and India, Pakistan there was this one very famous Bollywood actress. Um, mm-hmm. She was known for being very beautiful, very good at dancing, singing, everything, and she was like one of the one of the most sought after women in the world. Pakistan. Sent official documentation to India and said, if you give us her, we'll give you Kashmir. That was all they wanted. Yeah, they were like, if you give us this actress, we will give you Kashmir. India declined the offer, obviously. But it is crazy that at one point Pakistan was like, we just want one person and we will relinquish control of Kashmir.
2: That's insane. So. Yeah. Um... So yeah, we, uh, everybody, you know, keep your eyes sort of on Kashmir because that could be a huge issue. If those two nations go to war, I mean, who knows, y'all? It could be insane.
0: Yeah, Modi is a very unpopular um, leader of India. I guess he kind of, I guess he, maybe he kind of has like a Donald Trump kind of thing where he has some avid supporters, but a lot of people i I know are very much against him. So they're, hopefully they can take some action against this guy because he's kind of crazy.
1: Well,
2: I mean, hey, fingers crossed so it doesn't, go, doesn't get crazier than that, but um, for now, I guess people are pretty tense over there. Um, Marcus. Yes? As a former employee of A1, Mr. Jeff Bezos. Oh, boy. <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel about your former employer? When Jeff Bezos um, was your
0: direct superior. <laughs> how did you
1: feel? <laughs> <laughs> when you answered Mr. Bezos. I-, I should have punched him in the dick when I had the chance. <laughs> Um, shit. It was, fuck, fuck it. Like they they pay they pay very well, but they they treat you like shit, which is the moral of the story. And you know it's it's not fucking worth it. If you do anything that they like watch relatively often, and you don't. Do it the way they like it, or fuck. If you piss somebody off, like I apparently did, you'll be canned. So yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. Apparently, they
0: keep the the uh, warehouses that have that are automated. They keep them air conditioned because they don't want the robots to overheat. But they don't air oh, condition I the ones know. with humans because humans don't overheat. So yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. There's no such thing as heat stroke or, anything, or exhaustion or anything like that. That's that's all yeah. not real.
2: What's really funny that you should mention robot stuff, yeah. um, because there's an incredible piece of journal—not journalism. Sorry, this is this is pure fantasy. This is fiction. This might as well be sci-fi. Uh, from uh, a website called Quillette. or Quillet, i am not sure how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like a they're like a fucking like libertarian free thought thing or whatever.
0: Like sounds great.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're fantastic. Um, they believe in like race theory and shit. It's insane. Um, but they, they recently had a piece called tur- Tourist Journalism Versus the Working Class. So I'm sure you all saw the John Oliver piece on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, a, a guy who claims to be an Amazon warehouse worker decided to write in on his opinion. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's a piece of garbage where he basically just full-throat supports uh, Amazon doing whatever they want to human beings to, to get money. Um, there are a couple of interesting points here. And so the robots are very interesting because this is a passage... Um, Quote, just about every job in my sortation center can be p- probably done by a robot. In fact, it amazes me that Amazon hasn't simply automated the entire facility. After all, robots don't call in sick, you don't steal from their employers, don't sue for work with compensation, and they never complain about long hours, the heat, or the cold. But nor do robots buy consumer goods. If I had to guess, I'd say that Amazon continues to employ lots of human beings because by putting money into the pockets of many working class people, the company creates more customers. Robots may not buy basketball shoes or hibachi grills, but people sure do.
0: Wow, what first of all, great random picking of items that, that people buy. I just added yeah, shopping, shopping list. I just <laughs> bought a basketball shoe and a shopping list and a and a hibachi grill. One <laughs> shoe by the way, just one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, that's uh I mean, that's that is so weirdly enough, that is kind of something we talk about a lot is, you know, what will these companies do if they completely automate and nobody has money anymore? You know, you can't make any more money if nobody's spending it. So I guess there is a fair amount of like damage control when they when they think about hiring people is like, oh, we, we need to have this many people employed so that people can continue to use our service. And I guess maybe that is kind of where like one of the reasons they haven't completely automated yet.
2: The thing that gets me, though, is this guy is and this guy is an employee, and yeah. what he is saying, if he's real. I, first of all, I don't buy a single word. I don't think a person actually wrote this. Uh, I, might have been a robot. It, him. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the, 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 the robot who worked it, who wrote it works, works for Amazon's PR department. Um, th- this person is saying, um, please do not get mad at Amazon because if you do, I will lose my job to a robot. You're That's abuser logic. <laughs> Except you're the one being abused. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not shoot the guy who's holding me hostage cuz he might shoot me too. What the fuck's wrong with you? That's so weird. Weird. Um but so this just goes on and on and on about what these fucking people do all day and he's like, "Oh, it's great. I love working at Amazon. It's so good. Like they pay me something. They pay me money and it's great." Um but there is there is an incredible Oh uh, wow,
0: it's a job. Yeah. Crazy.
2: <laughs> Um, but, okay, here's the thing right here. Here's the, uh, he basically talks about, oh, you know, we, uh, for, for Prime Day, they gave us a 10-minute tw- a break to eat pancakes. Oh, yeah.
0: How many pan- I, I can only eat, like, five pancakes in 10 minutes. That's not enough. Well, you gotta get those numbers up, Seth. I know. Rookie numbers. Oh, but, Seth, he goes on to say, he goes on to say that it's re-
2: it's pretty unrealistic to eat pancakes in 10 minutes, but the managers didn't say anything and we took 20 minutes instead.
1: Oh snap! Damn. Man,
0: getting, hey, wait—is nice Amazon episode. a great place to work? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It sounds so good.
2: <laughs> so,
0: like, he
2: admits that the time limit is unrealistic, and then praises them for for letting him go over
0: it. Yeah, this like, is like this isn't just a user logic. This is complete bootlicker logic. It 100 is, dude. It's it, it's insane. I can't believe um, somebody has can rationalize the stuff on their head that way.
1: Oh, oh my gosh! You just you guys just reminded me. Oh, and when I was working at Amazon, okay, so <laughs> one of the managers was getting really upset that we were coming back late from break, like our lunch break or our fucking fifteen minutes or whatever. <laughs> one day, he brings out some fucking sheet of paper. He's like, "All right, guys, listen up. You know, for for every minute you guys are late from break." Amazon's missing out on like twenty five thousand dollars every minute. You guys are not working. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. And and secondly, like, how the fuck does that make any sense? Awesome. They're a fucking online thing. They already get paid.
0: If, like, what, and if they're the losing twenty five thousand dollars every minute, I'm not working. Why am I not making fifteen thousand dollars a minute? Thank you. <laughs> like, like, what holy the fuck? Shit. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like oh great thanks for telling me how much money they're making that i'm not getting yeah that's like right? that's like oh, probably man. somebody's whole year salary there almost so you're
2: illustrating for me the, the the fact they're stealing the fucking out my output like you're telling me how much money that they're making that i don't get to have a part of
1: like that i don't yeah, get the full product it was, of it was fucking hilarious to me and that's probably why i like my manager got on me about it because I, I laughed in his face when he said this shit. Yeah, it's probably probably, probably, uh, oh, <laughs>
0: you're probably getting down to the the reason you got fired, but you know you don't want to work yeah. at Amazon anyway. So, yeah.
1: but
2: okay, I gotta tell you guys the last part here. Please, uh, it ends on this.
1: I don't mind
2: <laughs> Yeah. I don't mind being a small cog in the machinery of American commerce. It keeps the bill pays bills paid and my stomach from growling. But if John Oliver and his ilk keep harping away at how inhumanely Amazon treats his workers, Bezos might decide to completely automate his entire operation, and people like me will be out of a job. And that will not only ruin my Fourth of July, it will ruin every other day of the year as well. <laughs>
1: oh wow oh that's that's amazing
2: please don't argue that i should have it better because if you do i might have nothing
0: that's so funny i love how (laughs) i love how a policymaker john oliver is the first person he mentions
2: well this whole thing is because apparently he was at a barbecue and they and they found out he worked at amazon and made him go watch john oliver segment which that's dumb don't do that you're trying to eat or whatever wait Wait a minute they did what they found out that the writer of this this piece worked at Amazon at a warehouse and made him go watch the, the John Oliver segment in the middle of the, bar- the barbecue. Oh wow! Which that's dumb. That's dumb. Don't do that. But John Oliver is not the source of your problems. <laughs> True. We all know Jeff is. And it, I mean, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's incredibly long and very boring for most of it. But those are some good. Those are, those are some good little. Uh, Little snippets from uh, what, who I believe is not a real person. This is a bootlicker. This is a, a PR person at Amazon. It's just insane.
0: Who is still not making Amazon look very good. No, he's mm-hmm. really not. He, he does this little, this little rhetorical
2: uh, thing where it's like, so Amazon employs about 650,000 people worldwide. And he says, that's how the populations of 50, of the world's 233 countries. It's entirely possible that at some point a citizen of Luxembourg, population 602,000, has a spray by bear repellent. Okay! What? What,
0: <laughs> what is happening? Where, where is this going? <laughs> I know!
2: How does that
1: make any fucking. What does that even
2: mean?
0: Oh
2: my god, guys. Um, my lord. So, Marcus, I just wanted you to get a little
0: sample of, uh, of
2: <laughs> what some people are apparently like in, in Fantasyland.
0: Yeah, somebody else who has felt oh. your pain and denies it. Uh, ridiculous.
2: Did it's you just... meet anyone at work when you were like that, who was just, like, totally on board with the Amazon Kool-Aid?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, no, not really. Like, a lot of the people at my warehouse they were they were just like i guess reluctantly working because like okay yeah. i get i get enough money to pay my bills and do a little extra let me just do this shit so i
0: mean isn't that what we're all just trying to do at this point yeah I'm like, just uh, put pay I'm our bills and buy a video game every now and then
2: there
1: you
2: go i would say most people are, are reluctantly working i mean yeah obviously Because okay. <laughs> just think about this though the, the, this guy is actually not wrong about one thing. Bezos could uh, automate the entire process. We could, or mostly. These are going to be humans for some things. You could automate a lot of it, right? But mm-hmm. the reason that we don't isn't because, uh, isn't really because you need consumers to buy products. Um, it's because then, basically, we should automate these jobs and then not put people out, of, put people out of, a, of a lifestyle, but just give people the resources they need to exist, because
1: why have people do drudgery jobs for no reason? Because, because the fucking, what is it? What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is that our system is designed to make money off of people suffering. Yes. That, that's it. <laughs> That's the whole reason yep. we have shitty problems. Sums like up this. capitalism there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the saying goes, the cruelty is the point. Fucking mm. And it's just like you you could in a world that made sense you would, you would look at automation like like of these like shipping facilities think to ourselves wow we could really save ourselves a lot of labor here but because labor is tied to your worth as a human being as you're going to pay your bills we can't look at it that way it has to be looked at as something we're afraid of because you have to be in this fucking nightmare world right you gotta get here to the robots yeah, like back in the fifties and forties and shit, you had these visions of the future where uh, the Jetsons or some shit, right? Where the robots do all the fucking work and have flying cars and everything, and everybody was it was gonna be like great. And as time has gone on, we realized, uh, no, it's not gonna be great. Actually, it's gonna fucking suck.
0: But people still had jobs, though. Like, True, but they
2: were they were good jobs, right?
0: Yeah, it was like they
2: they we we never saw any poor people in the Jetsons, which could run one of two ways, either. Either we lifted everyone up out of being poor, or we got rid of the poor people, which
1: is probably more realistic, to be honest. Yeah. Honestly, all their flying homes—like some of them were on like those thin little sticks—maybe <laughs> that's where all the poor people go. That's yeah. true. They probably live down below, don't they? No, nah. they have Fuck. their own ground world. Did we ever see what was down there? Like...
0: I mean, I haven't None seen every saw. episode of The Jetsons, so I don't know. So... I don't. I
2: don't remember seeing them ever go down there once. And I watched a lot of that shit as a kid. Mm-hmm. oh man well guys um i think we're i think we're we're kind of done what do y'all
0: think yeah i think we've uh yeah i think we got this one in the bag all right well um i'm smith you can
2: find me on twitter at mc surf
0: uh i'm seth uh i'm no longer gonna promote my twitter because i don't use it very much but you can find me on letterboxd at canasaras k-y-n-a-z-e-r-a-s it's a Website where you go and review movies and shit, and
1: I like it. So
0: that's probably where I'm going to do most of my posting anyway. So.
1: Oh, uh, and I'm uh Marcus, the voice that makes you voice There you he is. Instagram there we go. <laughs> at Mr. Beaches. And you also do some other jobs, I believe. Uh, I. Th- I also make the artwork for this podcast. Yeah.
0: Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He has uh, been on our podcast a couple of times, and he'll be on next week when we do a bonus episode about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so if you like him, uh, Joe, check out his podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they're both from the South and they talk about wrestling. So check that out. All right. Uh, you can leave a horse of water, but you can't get under it. Fuck Tom Brady and the movie First Reformed
1: capitalism wants to kill you okay all right
2: um we've stopped trying to solve our problems and try to outlive them and from new orleans to new
0: york that's the end of this podcast baby we're out
1: out peace